0: are, Shade Shade, Tree tree Chefs. All right, so yesterday was Mother's
1: Day. Happy Mother's Day to all the wonderful moms out there.
0: And even those that are not quite as wonderful. Yes. Wait, they're all all wonderful, wonderful, right? They brought us into this world, so (laughs) thank you for for that.
1: Yeah, so this week we're going to talk about what we made yesterday, and uh, it was quite a lot. It's kind of a feast.
0: Yeah, uh, as we kind of mentioned last episode, um, we allowed them uh, to choose what we cooked.
1: Yeah, so we figured we're going to grill something because it was nice out, and we're going to let them choose what they wanted to have because it's not Father's Day, so we're not going to do steaks and, and whatnot. Um, we wanted them to choose, so I handed them, they're all in my, my living room last week, and I said, here cookbooks or grilling cookbooks you know what do you guys want to eat right and chosen was ribs and chicken which and is chicken. awesome because we love ribs and chicken too so
0: mm-hmm. well i mean at least the rib part yeah but really chicken Teas teach their own teach our own all right so um jamie was kind enough to to host this event um so you you did the the ribs and the chicken, uh, I, I did remember I had purchased some beef ribs, so I decided that I would do those.
1: Yeah, and I gave you the, the choice. I said, hey, if you want to come on over early, um, I'll have plenty of room on my smoker, my Weber Smoky Mountain. You can throw it on the uh, bottom rack, and if you wanted to smoke it, um, I don't think it takes as long as the pork ribs, but if you wanted to come over and do it you know, the day of, that's cool but I think he just chose or decided to do it at his his house.
0: Yeah, I, I decided just to uh, do it at home. So the the night before, I was uh, really researching, you know, what, what's time, Temp? Because uh, obviously we had the plans to, to go over by you, and I yeah. wanted to time it out, not where, you know, oh, I won't be there till 4 um, or mm-hmm. get them done too early. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, and you always had the choice to
1: put it in the... Uh, uh, what do you call it a cooler a cooler yes and wrap it up in a blanket and that's what she did but right, yeah right. so you just des- decided to do the beef ribs I decided to go with the traditional pork ribs uh, back ribs as as they're called uh, picked up two racks from my local store grocery store uh, the day prior and uh, we both had our plans uh, along with the, the two chickens so right now uh, so who's do we want to talk about first uh,
0: you can start since yours were you already had yours. Um, sure. So uh, you know, I, I was looking online um, Saturday night. Yeah uh, how how to go about this? What what's the time gonna take? What's the temp? And then what I started noticing is the the uh, a lot of the recipes, a lot of what I was seeing were for some really thick um, beef ribs, and and what I had. Um, weren't very thick. They're, you know, the you didn't have an inch or two of meat on top of the bone. So I then looked at the package, and it said, you know, uh, cook at 350 for two and a half hours. Okay. So I said, you know what? I guess that's what we're going to do. I'm going to add an additional hour of time, right, uh, in case I have problems getting temperature or, you know, the package said till 180. Everything I read online said, hey, you want, like, Two hundred and five ish, sure. Um, for temp, so you know. And that, that, my next thought then was, how am I going to get um, three fifty and keep it for two and a half hours? Yeah, right. I do a snake method. I've gotten that up to three three twenty five, um, but three fifty um, really it, it made me think quite a bit. So I ended up using the the, the Fogo, which we talked about a few episodes ago yeah the lump charcoal the lump charcoal yep. and
1: you you really like that brand or the lump charcoal itself and i thought it turned out pretty good the last time we used it right right we did that with the wings the chicken wings yeah they burned nice and hot and, and kept it stem for a long time
0: yeah so I, I i had some you know kingsford that was still on my um grill so i was like well we'll, we'll get it going with that put some fogo on top and then I sectioned off the grill so the plan was um how do I uh, I can't set up a traditional snake so to say um so I was kind of thinking more of that minion method other than when the coals were ready I, I kind of put them on one side stacking up against and, and given this was more lump they were longer pieces yeah so I, I had them going widthwise. you know so that way they weren't you could slowly ignite them, you know, to where one big piece wasn't going to the end of my the end of my little snake or minion method.
1: Yeah, and it's similar to the snake, the minion method, right? It's it's like a fuse, but burns left to right, right to left, up to down, down to up. Um, but you may, instead of
0: a long skinny line of coals, you end right. up doing like a almost like a pile of it, right? And right, and, and that's what my thought was was. Hey I can, I can get more more concentrated heat. Show me get that 350. Um, and it took a little bit to, to get there. You know I was probably 20 minutes in after after you know dumping everything of it actually climbing to that temp. I, I should know better by now just because you throw some coals on, they're gonna start igniting the rest. You know, even if you put a decent amount uh, of your chimney down, you know, you still looking, what, 20 minutes once that's on the grill to, to kind of get everything mm-hmm. warmed up and, and ready to go. Yeah. So, uh, okay, kind of getting ahead of myself there. So, uh, there again, I was looking for, for recipes, how to, how to do it. And everything I seen was uh, SPG salt, pepper, garlic. Sure. So, I had a couple, I just picked up, uh, I don't remember the name of the brand, but it was like black. You know, was like an added charcoal, give a dark color. Okay. So I put that on two of them, and just another brand of SPG um, on the other two. Yeah. Um, threw them on the grill. Uh, decided to do a spritz at about forty minutes. Now, the the
1: brand of SPG you used, do you know? Was it more salty? Like, was there a flavor
0: that came out above the salt, pepper, garlic? Uh, no, I mean the one is is really well balanced. Um, the newer one, I. I I gave it a quick taste and honestly, when all was said and done, I don't think I actually had, um, a part of that. So okay. uh, that flavor profile being, I, I'd gotten it the day before. I, I'm not real, real sure on that balance. Okay. Yeah.
1: No. And I've, I think I tried it, you know, when you bought it and you said, hey, you know, give it a little taste and yeah, it
0: was pretty good, but yeah, the the original stuff I have there again, I'm, I'm, the brand is eluding my, my head here, but That's I fair. definitely think is a, a a better salt pepper garlic okay so you you got the meat all prepped you got
1: you chose the minion method for your grill and used which they 22 26 okay,
0: 26 okay yeah I mean there or was four racks I, I was gonna use my uh they, they sell these rib racks that way you can it takes up less room they stand you know instead of laying down they kind of stand up on their side Prop them up vertically and it really helps save space. You can fit a lot more meat on there. Right. Issue was is with these, um, these pork ribs is they were more, um, almost triangle shaped beef ribs. Yeah. The, the beef ribs, they were yeah. more triangle shaped. So when I, I was stacking them in the, the thicker part would, would hit, but then as it went thinner, it was just going to flop. And actually one of them wasn't even tall enough to put in the rack so
1: (laughs) it almost sounds like it's overkill or unnecessary in the the bigger grill the 26 inch grill
0: yeah I was Uh, I was able to you know Tetris it um, to keep it off the heat and make every everything fit yeah Uh, so I I just took actually I took um, to spritz it I used um, what was it beef beef broth okay instead of like an apple juice instead of an apple juice, which is what I use but yeah right which is great on pork with the beef I mean, still a little out of my my wheelhouse, mm-hmm. you know, doing these beef-style ribs. Um, so, yeah, spritz them at, I don't know, about 40 minutes. I went back out there just to kind of check on them. I think it was— How hot were you? Um, we started out—I was low for probably the first 20, 30 minutes, but then I, I did get up, up to the, the 350. Okay. Target temp. So I got target temp. So I took a sneak peek, and and I— I look, I was going to spritz them again, and I'm like, um, these these look done. Yeah, I remember texting you, and I said, you know, how how is it coming by you?
1: Because, like I said, I was cooking at the same time you were cooking yours, and you're like, yeah, I got myself a buffer. It should be good to go. <laughs> and then, like, 10 minutes later, you said – you text back
0: saying, yeah, I think you're done. Right. <laughs> so. uh, right. Yeah, I've, I've lucked out a, f- a few times now uh, in some cooks where, there again, I was expecting it. You know, I, this one, I, I really put faith in the package. Yeah. Right? Because, like I said, I've seen too much stuff uh, on the internet, that uh, the variables. There's I'm a like, lot of difference of opinion, but... Uh, so I was, And in 350 wouldn't have been my target. You know, like, I, I was thinking lower than that, but mm-hmm. uh, just... I thought it would be interesting, like, hey, we're this is hot. This is really hot. So be it. It'll yeah. be something to talk about. Right. And um, so, yeah, I, I had given myself uh, three or three and a half hours before I had to l- really leave to go to your house. Yeah. Um, and about an hour 20 in, the ribs were done. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, I, I went to check on spritz them. I'm like, I think these are done. So ran inside, got my read uh thermometer yeah. stuck them one was, you know low they're right around that that pull point now with
1: with pork ribs they're bigger and you're able to do like the, the bend test right and I'll talk about
0: that in a little bit but with the beef ribs I mean being shorter you really couldn't do that yeah it was more of seeing how what what kind of gave me that sound off of like hey I think these are done is is how much that uh, bone was then exposed you know that meat was really pulling back okay yeah it was good I don't know quarter inch just a good visual test and did you uh, do like a touch test or anything like that too or uh, no I like I said it, it was pulled back that good quarter inch yeah so and I just went to the, the insta-read yeah. thermometer um ever seen uh, like 195 198 uh, okay let's yank them off that's yeah that's done uh yanked them off wrapped them in tin foil and put them in a cooler wrapped with blankets okay very cool well yeah, I mean your your timing was off. It was horrible timing. All right, so uh, we will get back into those ribs scene. Now. You know they weren't ready to eat yet, so we'll, we'll talk about how they tasted in a little bit. But yeah, at the same
1: time that you were doing yours, I had my pork ribs uh, almost ready to go. It was Mother's Day, so I already finished. We, you know, I made made my wife and family uh, some waffles and breakfast and whatnot, and and. Switched over from cleaning that up to prepping the ribs for you know our, our lunch dinner. Um, two racks of ribs, they were baby back ribs. Pulled them out of the fridge, and I we have show notes and uh, pictures on our Facebook and, and social medias. But I continued the tradition, and I took off the, what, what was that called? like The, the silver s- skin. The skin on the back of the ribs. They pull off pretty easily. If you've never
0: done it before, I, I recommend doing it. Um, I, and I almost create, I almost made a video because uh, the beef have the same thing. That do they? Silver skin. Yeah. And um, I, I meant to set up and, and just show. Luckily, I didn't because one actually I had quite the trouble with Did you? getting it. But, getting it but off. I mean, yeah. three of the four came off real easy. Um, so, okay, so you got the, the silver skin off.
1: Yeah, I, I used a uh, butter knife, peeled it in there, and then and used the paper towel trick to get the good grip on there and pull that off. Uh, dry the dry the meat off make sure it's all ready to to get rubbed down I did not use mustard this time I just went straight with the rub okay um, did you did you have to do any trimming on the ribs I did yeah there was a little bit of fat on top there was some fat on the bottom so I, I trimmed off all the all the fat and some of the membrane and whatnot and, and cleaned it
0: all up make it look you know show ready that, that's the other name for it the membrane the membrane yeah, not the, not the silver skin. I, I've like heard a, it that way, but yeah, the membrane. <laughs> That's a street
1: term, silver skin. <laughs> the the membrane. No, yeah, I cleaned up the ribs. They looked really nice, and uh, I went with Killer Hogs uh, the barbecue rub. Now I've used that quite a few times in the past for a lot of our my pork products. I've used it on beef products as well, but pork tastes really good on there.
0: Yeah, I I also have that, and uh, I like it. Yeah, it's it's got a a sweeter. Um, almost like a savory, and, it, and you have that paprika in there gives a you know helps give that mahogany like color. It's Got a good color to it. Yeah, it makes it nice. Meat. Yep.
1: So I rubbed it all down. I didn't go too too deep with the rub. Um, I was following a, some of the tips from a, one of the cookbooks I've got. Um, so I, I rubbed it down lightly, and it was ready to go. What I did differently this time, what I actually I. I really liked it, um, and you kind of showed me the TV series. Was it Barbecue Pitmasters? Yes, and that's an older show, right? From and I was looking on. I think I forget what streaming service it's on, but
0: yeah, I I'm not sure if they still do it, but yeah, it's it's not. it's a bunch of co- uh, competition barbecue. I and think 2010, 2012 ish is around. At you know it's wheelhouse of when it was being yeah. made. But anyways, it's been around for
1: a while. But there was one chef on there, he, uh, Harry Sue, and he pretty much exclusively used Weber Smoky Mountains. And I'm like, all right, that's my guy. You know, like, I got a Smoky Mountain. He's got a Smoky Mountain. He's entering all these competitions. So obviously, he knows how to handle you know, the equipment that I have. Right. So he's got some videos on, online on YouTube. I went on YouTube, and I looked up how to start or what the best way to start you know, the Smoky Mountain for a long cook. And uh, one of the things that interested me was he put down the logs. He put down the wood underneath first. Okay. And then he covered the wood with um, your charcoal.
0: I had briquettes. I had Kingsford uh, professional briquettes. I ended up using that. Does he uh, explain why he puts the wood underneath the briquettes I, I mean i have my guess on this it's I'm, more of a smoldering versus an instant burn so it kind of makes it more of like a sustained burn well, my, my thought was is because you have something kind of choking it so you're not gonna get that flame out of it because it's you're you're not allowing all that air yeah and you're also not getting the temp spikes too with
1: uh, wood it, if you're going to do um, like a, a traditional grilling of uh, say a steak or a you know, fast cook like that.
0: So, uh, you, you, the, what, what, what was your charcoal method? Uh, more of that minion? Yeah. So, I
1: I've covered the wood up and I kind of, right in the dead center, I uh, dug a little hole and a, I started a little chimney. I have two chimneys. I have the regular size chimney and I have like the uh, Smokey Joe or uh, whatever smaller chimney lit up, maybe 12 coals, got them going. And once I was that was ready to go, I poured those into my little concave pit in the center. It's almost like a volcano, like just like a volcano, poured it in there. And then I have like a a rake, a metal rake that I use, kind of like distribute it, make it look uh, almost like a flat. And so that was going. I did put water in my water bowl. I usually use water to kind of keep
0: my temperatures low. And uh, well, it helps, it helps with moisture in the meat, just uh, disperses that heat nicely yeah. too, nice and even. Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah, so I had filled up the water bowl uh, with warm water, got that going, and I don't really let it come up, up to temp because it's going to come up to temp no matter what. I opened all, all the um, uh, vents wide open, right? Put the meat on there. And, and let it get up to temp, and then I came back out in about 10 minutes, 15 minutes later, and then I started choking it back down because- Right, get that to- Yeah, it, let it kind of even out. Right. So you know, I didn't want to be you know 300. My goal, my temp goal on this cook, um, since I did start at 9.30 in the morning with a showtime of around 2, 2.30 of guests coming over, my goal was about five hours straight. Uh, we've talked in the past- What, a, what temperature were you running? Yeah, sorry. Uh, my goal was 225 to 250, and I was holding around 250 the whole time.
0: 225, I think that would have uh, added an hour or so to what you, it could you were have. planning on. It could Very well could have. Um, but, yeah, so I got that going, and everything was,
1: was going well. Um, so, yeah, my goal was about five hours. I didn't want to do a wrap. I didn't want to wrap it in an aluminum foil. I just wanted to do a straight five hours of, of cook, and it worked out pretty well. I you know, same with all my other pork products. I grab the apple juice, you know, filled up my squirt bottle, spritz it down. Just pure apple juice, or you you use anything else? Yeah, just just pure apple juice, regular apple juice. Okay. Um, not like apple juice cocktail, or you know, like not like the right. really sugary stuff. Just like more of a, a traditional apple juice.
0: Yeah, I've, I've seen it and have but. used it. I, I you know, I'd, I guess I'd have to do side by side. Uh, but where they use like a apple juice, and and then take like. Um, the, the imitation butter that you can sit there and, you know, it almost comes, you can squirt it. Yeah. So it's like a, it just comes as a liquid. Okay. And and have that in there. That's pretty good too. Yeah. That gives I, more. I, I don't know. You know, it, I haven't had a side by side, by side comparison. On what, you know, if that really adds all that much, much more. Yeah. How much that would actually add to it. But yeah. So anyways,
1: uh, spray it down. I think after when I did spray it down, I, I peeled or I took the lid off after the first hour and I took a look at it and I saw, I noticed it started to get a little dry. And so that's when I squirted the, the ribs down. And uh, like I said, in the beginning, I didn't want to use a lot of seasoning because I knew according to the book I read, I, I needed to sprinkle on it more seasoning seasoning throughout the, the cook. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, so instead of like covering it pretty heavily and letting it go in the whole time, do a little bit at a time. So I sprayed it down and gave it a light little seasoning and cover it back up and then every hour thereafter i repeated the process okay so yeah that was a pretty decent cook i started lose, losing temp but then that's when i was able to kind of adjust open event a little bit more right
0: at that point I, I believe i was there and it was it was towards that that tail end of it i think he had less than an hour left on it yeah you yeah you showed up i think what like twelve twelve thirty one o'clock uh, something was, like that yeah one or a little after
1: yeah, so yeah, so I had, I think the whole time with the smoker, I had maybe a, my top vent open wide, and I think I had the bottom, there's three vents on the bottom. I had one and a half open on the bottom, and then, yeah, by the time you got there, I started getting down, the temperature started dropping down to like 220.
0: And I'm like, okay, I need right. to, I need to bump this you, back up. You know, up. An- another good thing to, to bring up um, about yesterday uh, was wind. Right, we had a decent wind. Yeah, I text you. I'm like, it's pretty windy here. So, um, I know I I have like a little cart, right? It's got like a, a stainless steel top on it, and there's a a door on it. You know, that way you can you can store miscellaneous things in it. Yeah. So what I ended up doing is I judged you know where where that wind was coming from, and then I positioned it sure. to try to block or you know dissipate some of that that wind getting underneath uh just to try not getting a, a huge spike in that temp granted i was going pretty hot pretty fast yeah it was anything you did or i mean i, I know you have the three vents no yeah there's nothing i had that could block the wind
1: so i just kind of had to adjust the vents and that and your smoky th- and mountain sits, the,
0: the smoky mountain sits pretty low i mean it at does. 26 yeah. we're you know we're at what two and a half three feet off the ground yeah where your smoky joe you're what Eight inches, maybe. Yeah, the the Smoky Mountain
1: bowl at the bottom is right off the ground. It's a couple of inches off the ground. So, yeah. So, I mean, we already talked about ribs in another episode, so we're kind of rehashing that. But, uh, yeah. So the ribs went pretty dang well. I really. Uh, we'll talk about flavoring in a little bit, but uh, around the twelve thirty mark, I had to get the chickens going too. So I had my twenty six inch grill. I, I'm like, that's the one I wanted to use because I wanted to use uh, put two chickens on there. Um, so I, I went with the spatchcock method. I don't know if you've ever done that before. I know you don't do a lot of bird. I generally, I
0: generally just put them on whole. You just take them out of the bag and just throw them on there. Right. Ug- I, ug- I do remember to <laughs> take them out of the bag. It's like either way, bag on, bag off. Yeah. It's still chicken. It, I yeah. don't like it. So with the, the
1: spatchcock chicken, I, that's my favorite way to do it. Cause it's really quick or the, the time to cook them is really quick
0: the the only thing i like like i noticed with i think i tried that with a a turkey hmm. uh at that point i had an electric uh smoker is it actually did not work out because then what happened is that that turkey was too wide for the real estate i had so i ended up curling it back under oh, no. <laughs> but uh and put it back in normal and yeah put it normal
1: so the method of spatchcock ch- chicken turkey etc is you've got to flip it on its back and or on it on the the breasts and the the legs and you take a pair of uh, sharp scissors and you cut out the tailbone you go left and right side of it and you just kind of rip that out and i know you can save that for i think like i'm sure uh, you could make a soups, soups or yeah, make your yeah. own uh chicken broth Yep, i don't do that i just kind of i toss it sorry Shame on me, but I tossed that out, and then uh, so I had my my nine-year-old daughter. She wanted to help with that part, so she was really it was really beneficial because my hands were all covered in uh, you know chicken chicken juice and, right. and slime and whatnot. And so I said, hey, you know, can you sprinkle this on? So it really worked out having a partner with that. She was able to sprinkle the the seasoning on, and I went with like a, a garlic herb season seasoning because I didn't. I just wanted to have just regular chicken.
0: Okay, so um, you didn't um, you didn't bathe it or anything like a marinade no i didn't marinate it i didn't inject it i didn't do, any, didn't do anything like that did you did uh now you said you you put a, a rub on it or a, a seasoning did you do anything like to get it underneath the skin at all no so the one thing i did is i always do this with uh chickens
1: turkeys is i took a a tablespoon of uh, stick butter salted and tucked it underneath the skin okay uh, kind of On Top so once it's cooking, it just kind of melts and spreads over the most most of the chicken breast. It keeps it moist and it it makes the skin more like it gives it a darker tone,
0: but nothing with the um butter. No, no, just just regular because I've I've seen I've seen some recipes where they yeah, they do like uh have some herbs and stuff, they mix it with that butter, okay, kind of let it soften and then shove it. Um, yeah, I mean. Uh, does it add all that much? That I, I'm not sure. but yeah, it might. I don't know. Yeah, I just
1: regular butter. I was already kind of working on the ribs. So I just wanted to make this, you know, get the
0: chicken taken care of. So did you do both sides of the chicken? Did you uh, flip it over and, and season the under, underside also? Yeah, the underneath, like the, the
1: non-usable side. It, I covered it everywhere just to make sure, I, you know, if somebody's having that piece of chicken, I don't want it to be flavorless. So
0: Right, right. So uh, th- here's where I, I was actually surprised when I showed up. Uh, first thing I did was set down my cooler, and then I, 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 which had my meat in it, and then I looked to see what temps you were running. And uh, you know, I'm I'm expecting that you were out there the the day before. You know, 190 degrees. You know, that oh. 36 hour cook. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I, I see you know 250 on the the on, on the smoker, and then I go over to the 26 and to my surprise it was running at it was when you got there probably like 350 400 yeah, it was like 350
1: yeah yeah I, I ended up using the same charcoal because that's that's what I have right now uh, I should probably pick up some of your your fuego but uh, the Kingsford professional I use it put it on opposing sides so left side right side and right down the middle I left real estate for my two chickens and uh, open the vents wide right up bottom and top kind of makes it burn fast but I only needed about 90 minutes or so out of this cook so I didn't have to worry about longevity of, of my charcoal. I didn't oh. have to worry about it burning out.
0: Well, so but we, we, we did, you did run into where, uh, I mean, you weren't far off. What were we, maybe five degrees off of our, our being yeah. done? And that uh, yeah the started losing was, was temp
1: started losing temp a little bit. Um, I don't know why, but I started losing temp.
0: Could be could have been well, the wind. Well, yeah, I mean, wind definitely was a factor. But. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it was t- more towards that end. Uh, th- your coals were pretty well. There wasn't much left. Pretty well spent. Yeah. So I I took my meat thermometer. I'm like, this has got to be done because I was at the 90 minute mark, and I think all said and done, it took about 100 minutes, maybe you know, an hour. Well, we ended up putting because I we, we I had to reheat or uh, we had the corn right. We also did corn. Yeah. So we were gonna get that going, and I think our timing was beautiful because you st- we you started losing temperature. Yeah. On, on the twenty sixth, and so, right when so we we're, we were going to to get that corn going, so we ended up taking. Some of that lit charcoal, yep. uh, just to kind of power through, and it got it got us back up to the 350. Yeah, I, t- I stole some of your charcoal that you used to to light up my 22 inch grill because
1: I, I needed it. I needed a little spike just because our timing was. We were getting close to dinner time. Everyone was obviously uh, it was a little windy, um, not too cold, but people were. You could tell they were hungry. So I stole some coals. I probed it before we did that, and it was sitting at, like, everywhere was, like, 160 with chicken and turkey and and, uh, bird. You want to get up to 165, you know, get that safe temperature. Um, I always, with bird and, uh, yeah, mostly birds, um, I go for temperature. I don't go for duration. I don't care if it's, you know, again, the recipe says 90 minutes. Okay, cool. Is your bird
0: at a safe eating temperature? Because you don't want to have sick people, right? I mean, we can so. we can come under a little bit on on pork and and yeah. beef, and well, especially if we're you know for smoking something, you know, we're we're looking for pork and a lot of times beef around the two hundred, right yep. degree mark. Well, if we pull it off at one eighty, maybe it doesn't pull for us, but it's still safe to eat. Where chicken. You want that 165, or everyone's gonna get sick. 165. Yep. Magic number
1: is 165. You start getting above 165, 180, you know, 190, then you start getting dry meat. Right. Uh, so it's really a sweet spot with with chickens, turkeys, et cetera.
0: And you know, we didn't. I mean, how many coals did you say we robbed out of that chimney? Not that many. Maybe just, six. Yeah, just enough to get the temp back up, and it did. Like I
1: said, it was like it was like 305, 320 or 315 somewhere in there and that jumped it back up to 350 so we were good to go after that
0: yeah yeah that was uh the timing ended up being being good uh, around the time you you were saucing the ribs we threw we threw mine on yeah. it I, I sauced them up left them in the um we use the same
1: sauce f- for both and so we tried it with and without sauce for the beef ribs but we ended up using the uh bone sucking sauce i don't know if you've, you've guys heard of that but Bone-sucking the sauce is really good for, for ribs and, and pork
0: products. I'm sure they make other stuff, but... Right, right. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, the only other thing we had then was uh, the corn, which we actually, you were having a problem finding it where it still was, um, where it wasn't chucked, you know, where you still... Yeah, have... I think it's a little early in the season, and not saying it's, it's
1: uh, not good. It is good corn. You can still find good corn right now, but... Yeah, we're still a little bit early.
0: It's still May, but I only saw already pre-chucked, like pre-plastic wrapped corn. And, and, and I went, I went um, in the morning, and I said, "All right, let's see if we can find some corn." Yeah. And I, I walk into the grocery store, and I see a display, and I see the four pack of the you know pre-chucked corn. I said, "Oh, come on." Right look a little bit further there, there it is still, you know, a nice ear of corn with the husks on. Okay. Uh, so it's like a beam. You're like, uh, you know, like the, right. The right. gods playing music. And okay, cool. So I, you know, I was like, wow, success. You know, yeah. like I found the corn and then I was like, wait a second, you know, let's. So, yeah. So real quick, how do we do, how did you do the corn or how, what style do we cook corn? So, uh, how I was always told to do corn and, and, um, I've done it without doing it is as you soak it right soak it for like an hour so really what you're doing if you're cooking it in the husk is you're hydrating that husk to help prevent it from starting on fire and burning yeah I, I have definitely done that uh gotten some corn threw it on just threw it on and, called and it then good. you open it and it's on fire um <laughs> but you know that's an issue too like like we had I grab 15 years of corn yeah. so we got your 22 going it was still you know temp was still kind of climbing mm-hmm. and we're yanking it out we're yanking all the corn out of the cooler still filled with water ripping all and, over and it's like all right let's try shaking this off or we're gonna just i mean with that much i mean we had corn on top of corn yeah so it, it was trying to get all, all that water we could off of it so we didn't kill our fire yeah you didn't want, didn't want to quash the freshly lit
1: coals but so so it, the corn was good um you ended
0: up bringing like a Mexican style yeah yeah so when once I when I was at the store I noticed, hey they actually have ears of corn um, in the husk then I'm like you know what it's obviously a traditional butter and salt some people plain um, I thought hey let's let's do Mexican style street corn mm-hmm. so I, I picked up everything to do that and that's what. Yeah, that's the so, base, what's the basis? Well, for? and now, now for, for me, I quickly went on my phone, I googled it, and I clicked on the first one. I've I have made it before. Um, I'm like, yeah, that looks about right from what I remember. So it's uh, and and a lot of people are gonna get turned off right away. Uh, so it's you know, you know mayonnaise, sour cream, mayonnaise on corn that's disgusting it's actually it's not yeah um so before you you, you turn it down because uh, you know my that was my first thought too was like why would you put mayonnaise on corn right so um cilantro so now this i i actually pre-made this and the the other times I've, I've done mexican style street corn I, I i put each ingredient on and layer it okay. and i actually prefer that other than the pre-mix i did uh yesterday yeah so yeah it's uh Sour cream, uh, mayonnaise, cilantro. Um, what else is in there? Well, would you some get some garlic s- spice, you said uh, you cayenne, pepper. cayenne pepper, pepper? Okay. Um, and I didn't put as much as like the the recipe called for. Sure. Uh, I, I did about half that. Okay. Uh, and I, I think with the cilantro and the little bit there was in there, um, it, you definitely it had a little kick to it. Now, no offense, I did not try your Mexican style street corn. I just oh, and grabbed cheese. it. I grabbed an ear.
1: Oh yeah, cheese gotta have cheese i didn't grab that um because i let everyone it was a feeding frenzy everyone was in the kitchen grabbing their foods grabbing their plates and the chef you know kind of like the ship of a our captain of a ship you you go down to the ship uh so i waited for everyone else to clear out and i swooped in grabbed the corn like i said i did
0: not grab the mexican style uh ingredients so you know another thing that um we did try, and I, I forgot where I, I seen it was, you know, a lot of times we're dealing with that meal prep, so now we're dealing with hot food. I, I've gotten silicone gloves, and, and then everything's real slippery, mm-hmm. right, and you can't get them off your hands. Um, it was the, getting like a cotton glove like a liner and then taking a disposable glove and going over, you know, putting that over, and that worked out really well. I mean, I even lifted a grate yeah um off the grill uh while you, we were adding more coals or yeah, when we I mean, added the beef ribs i made you my vanna white and i'm like hey i need you to lift this
1: up or i need you to move this over because you already had your gloves and you're like ready to rock your had your safety gear on and yeah you, you only cried like once I yeah think.
0: I, and but i mean i there was something in my eye to be oh you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. To, yeah allergy you season afraid, two right, you know, right right allergies <laughs> Um, and even with the corn, like I, I don't grab tongs to, to flip no, corn. No, because it's not I, that hot. I just sit there and they'll get hot. But yeah, but yeah, uh, but. yeah I, mean, I didn't feel anything. Um, now when we went to carve, then I, I felt it a little bit. But, sure, uh, it it, it's, it definitely works. Uh, you still have good hand dexterity uh, doing it that way. So, yeah, everything was done on time.
1: Timing was awesome, except for I mean your ribs, but it right. worked out fine because he put it wrapped it up, put it in a cooler, and brought it over, and yeah, we were and able to reheat it, and it was fine.
0: Um, now, overall flavor for yours, uh, re- reviews were kind of negative. Uh, yeah, it was more of too much seasoning. Right. Yes, uh, seasoning was a little little too much. I I guess with an SPG, you know, I'm thinking well, uh, you're dealing with three ingredients on it. You know, and yes. a lot most of the time when you take a seasoning, um, you know, you have more than the three ingredients, and you, you just, you know, you cover it. Um, and so I, I used it as I would anything else, uh, mm-hmm. you know, to do a rack of ribs, the whole hog, or what whatnot. Um, and so that, yeah, that, that was a little much yeah. with the SPG. I would definitely uh, use a lot less on that.
1: Yeah, but the the meat
0: itself turned out really good. Uh, it
1: pulled off pretty good. And I'd say cook-wise, do it again
0: maybe that way, but just know that it cooks really fast. Right. I, at the, I would I would probably keep the temp down a little bit. Yeah.
1: Do more of the traditional yeah. lower. I'd
0: be a 300. I'm, I'm good with 300, 325. Yeah, because you're the hot and fast guy. Yeah, I mean, why, why waste why? more time yeah. if you don't have to? Yeah. yeah. So, and then the pork ribs, I think the negative on the pork ribs was, surprisingly, they weren't seasoned Enough. or... Or barbecued enough, well, and, and, and and I don't, and I know there's that uh, to each their own, right? We had barbecue sauce there, right? So I mean, they could have grabbed more barbecue sauce, and that's on that's on them, right? Seasoning, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I think we go we go opposite. Like I'm I'm more liberal with my seasoning, where you know it's it's like you're dealing with twenty four karat gold, and you just sprinkle couple flakes Jesus on barely, there right like yeah like i like, need like, to make
1: this seasoning can last like, a long time man. Right. I, this cost uh, me you know what, this eight dollars i can only dollars. use three, three i just don't know when the, the next ship's gonna come in <laughs> <laughs> but, no yeah I, I did go like i said i went with the less is more this time and even though i put it on i put it on four times yeah i seasoned the, the ribs four times so when to, you s- to hear somebody say there was not enough seasoning on there or flavor on or flavoring on there i'm like
0: surprised well uh here's another thing now, now i wasn't there while you were spritzing uh because you said you didn't use a binder did you notice when you were spritzing uh maybe that some of that seasoning was was getting washed away well when i was reading
1: in the i'll have to look the book up name of the book so i apologize but the book was saying that ribs lose their seasoning like two or three times during the cook and so that's why i, I went light on the initial seasoning and every time like i said every time i opened the lid up which was sparingly i i sprayed it made sure that the ribs themselves were were not dry looking got them wet and then i sprinkled more seasoning on it so okay. yeah i mean so you
0: so you were sprinkling it you'd spritz and I'd, then
1: sprinkle spritz sprinkle spritz sprinkle spritz sprinkle until yeah until it was uh game over and then i put the sauce on there let it sit on there for about 10 minutes and and pulled it but no, I mean, the ribs, I personally thought they were my best ribs,
0: some of my best ribs yet, but yeah, uh like I said, the only thing I'd say sauce is sauce i mean you go yeah. you go to a barbecue joint a lot of times they 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 give you um a dry a uh, a dry rib, and at the table is where there's sauce, mm-hmm. and you can choose what sauce you want on it, so um that complaint. I, I, there again I do this I did the same thing on the beef ribs is I did a very small layer of it right mm-hmm. just a little coating uh, and then that thought thought being is hey, here's here's a little that would more of a balance between your between your rub yeah the sauce and then the meat itself and maybe next time with that that criticism which is constructive
1: maybe next time I do like restaurants too, like barbecue restaurants too and just have like a, a squirt bottle of, of sauce out there if you want more cool if you want none Cool, right? You you put on as much
0: as you want for your your flavor profile, yeah, you I, like Right, so. and I I cut them up. I cut up all the meat, and uh, yeah, I mean it was it was not tough to cut through. Yeah. um uh, I mean it pulled the chicken, off the bone well. Yeah, the chicken was good too. Very moist. Everything turned out really good. I did so. I did try the chicken. Did you? Yeah, and okay. it was it was I, I had there was no skin, unfortunately, because that's like the best part. That is the best part. Um, yeah. but I I said I, I got to at least try it, and it was it was really moist. Um. And I mean, cutting that, I mean, getting those legs, I mean, they pretty much just fell off. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So,
1: overall, not too terrible of a cook, I'd say, with everything that we were doing. But
0: no, I, I think it was a success. Su- su- it su- was uh, a successful. The word you're looking for is successful. Successful. There you go. <laughs> there it is. Uh,
1: now, your mom and dad came over, obviously. And uh, your dad brought over some a couple of beers for us to try. Uh, the one I believe he brought was a Goose Island. Yeah, I think that is. So we talked about beer previously, but Goose Island, I believe, is out of. Chick- I believe it's Chicago. Chicago. Um, so I apologize, we didn't shout out Chicago, Goose Island, in our, our beer episode. But Goose Island Tropical Beer Hug, and that
0: was pretty good. Yeah, that was that was tasty. Um, you have to be careful because I believe it was what nine point nine percent alcohol. Yeah. Dang, near ten percent alcohol, but. It, you only had one of them for us to try, and it was good. I didn't notice it didn't. You know, once in a while, when you you get a beer that that's got that higher alcohol content, it'll start tasting more alcohol-y, You know, almost like you're you're drinking, you know, a, a cheap shot. You know, a low alcohol shot. And uh, I, I I didn't notice that with that with that beer. No, 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 no. it was it was really really good. Uh, so
1: yeah, that was awesome. There's one thing I do want to talk about, and I. I talked to you about it before. Uh, I don't know if they're newer or not, or if you've seen them before. But
0: gravity-fed charcoal girls—have you seen those? Yeah, I, you know, I have seen them. I, I want to say it's been a couple years since um, that was kind of introduced. I think the first one I personally seen was made by Master Build. Okay. Yeah, I've seen that that brand as
1: well, and that's when I saw it on, on social media, you know, like an advertisement. But, yeah. It really piqued my interest as an alternative to, say, a pellet grill. But same, similar concept. In You know, you're, you're burning fuel almost automatically. It's Wi-Fi controlled. It's, and the big bonus for me, and we talked about the big negative for pellet grills, was you had to plug a pellet grill in. Right. But with a, a gravity-fed charcoal grill, same with regular charcoal grill, you just kind of fill up your hopper, this time with charcoal,
0: let it burn. And you know what? That's what I don't remember is do you have to plug those in or is and it you might have to just for the temperature for the billows huh yeah I, I remember seeing it when it first came out I said wow that's that that seems pretty interesting and I'm sure you could you could even um and I, I don't know for certain I do not own one and have not really researched it but uh, you know it about well, wood chunks right I'm sure you could probably mix some wood chunks in there if you're doing a longer burn. Yeah, yeah, like as you're pouring your charcoal in there, maybe put a chunk or two as you're pouring. Yeah, you know, know, if any of you out there have one of these, and I'm sure there's other, I, I know there's other brands that do it, uh, but Master Built was the only one I could think of. Yeah, that's know, one that popped up for yeah, me. Reach yeah, reach out to us. We're curious on it. Uh, we would like to hear more uh, about it, what you think of yeah. it. The big big questions
1: are, obviously, does it require power, which, yeah, now you say it, yeah, obviously it probably does. So my mistake, but power, um, longevity, like how long can you cook on it? Can you get your, you know, if you want to do uh, like brisket or pork well, shoulders, I would think you would
0: have, I mean, can you get eight hours, 12 hours bags. out of it? I mean, I, th- I guess it depends how much charcoal it holds. If it holds a whole bag, I mean, I, am thinking you could probably get 24 hours out of that. Just, uh, pure speculation, but yeah. Pure speculation.
1: Yeah. Send us a message. Let us know if you have it. Um, but that's one of our curiosities. How,
0: where could they? Uh, what ways could they reach out to us? To get a hold of us. Uh, our email
1: address: shade tree chefs at gmail.com. We are on social media,
0: including Facebook, Instagram, Instagram. Yeah, and you know, guys, we uh, we we enjoy seeing everybody else's cook uh, cooks. Uh, a few people um, are, are using the hashtag. You know, hashtag it. You know, shade tree chefs. That way, it's visible. We can just sit there and uh, do a search. Uh, with that hashtag, and your 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 food will come up. Anything you hashtag in it, yeah. So or or post it on our site, you know, on our our group. Yeah, share it so everyone could see what you've been cooking. But yeah, with that, I think that concludes today's episode. All right. Uh, with that being said, I'm Matt. And I'm Jamie. We are Shade Tree Chefs. JP Chefs.